Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and I want to talk today in this podcast about an independent contractor versus an employee relationship. Many times we get out of school and maybe we're naive and don't read the fine print, and we accept a position that may not be right for us. So I want to talk a little bit more about the differences between the two, so that way you can be informed and have the right relationship with the right people. Hey guys, you know what I hate? patient notes. They are the worst. The last thing I want to do when I come home from a long day at work is sit down and write about what I did. Um, I see a lot of patients and it is near impossible for me to come home after a long day, interpret my chicken scratch on a napkin that I wrote about uh, the patient that I saw and write them into my computer and send those records off. It also adds a lot of admin time. When I'm considering that I could be out seeing patients with the time that I'm sitting at home and doing notes, it just fries my brain. So thankfully, I found Carmi Swift of iPoint Touch. She talked me off a ledge. She found a program that worked for me that streamlined how I sent my records off. It streamlined my billing, my calendar, and literally things I didn't even know I needed and made me more efficient so I could spend more time with patients instead of sitting at home doing records. So if you want a little bit more information, this is the top of the line, best animal chiropractic EHR that is available. I recommend you talk to Carmi Swift of iPoint Touch so she can get you a little bit more information and get your practice more successful. Again, look them up at iPointTouch.com. Hey guys, this is Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and we're going to talk about the differences between being an independent contractor versus being an employee. I'm by no means a lawyer, an accountant, or anything like that. So I want to preface this episode by saying if you have any questions, please talk to your friendly neighborhood lawyer so that way they can better outline the differences between uh, these two um, relationships you may have with an employer. Now, I do want to let you guys know that um, although I'm not an authority figure on this topic, um, I unfortunately had a relationship with an employer where I was written as an independent contractor, but I was actually an employee. So I worked for somebody for a while and I saved up all the money I made uh, from that position and was going to put it towards something else. But unfortunately, um, when taxes came due, Um, I owed all that money back to the government. Um, There is a thing in the U.S., that's where I am, where we uh, pay taxes out of our wages that we pay our our employees. It goes towards things like Social Security and, you know, um, other things. And uh, these uh, taxes on our wages are supposed to be taken out of every paycheck. However, if I'm an independent contractor, uh, the person employing me is not responsible for those. The person receiving the wages is responsible for those. And it can be a lump sum, um, or they can choose to set aside um, at their own uh, convenience or leisure um, to pay these to the government. So I was naive, and I didn't know this. So at the end of the year, I owed a huge astronomical amount to the government um, because I wasn't aware that I was going to owe them uh, taxes on my wages that I had uh, been paid out already. 
So, um, I got burned and I learned the hard way that there are differences between the two. So when you are getting out of school and you want to associate or work with somebody, um, I really recommend that you know the differences between these two because unfortunately some people want to take advantage and I don't want you taken advantage of, um, because I know your heart's in the right place and I want this, uh, relationship you have with this person to be a right fit for both of you. So we have to make sure that we know the differences between the two. So, um, I got my information off the IRS website, which I think is a pretty good authority on these different relationships. Um, but there are three classifications to kind of know on, are you an independent contractor or are you an employee? I want you to think of an independent contractor, like somebody that comes out to repair something on your house. You know, they're only there as needed versus an employee. You have them for a job. So you need someone every day to do X, Y, Z job. Um, an independent contractor is project oriented and employee is hourly or wages oriented. So uh, the first classification to know between the two is how you are conducting business. The second is financially, what are the arrangements? And third, what is the relationship between the employee and the employer? Okay. So the first classification, how you are conducting business. If someone controls your hours when you need to be somewhere, if they are scheduling you patients or scheduling you do this and this and this, or if they are controlling how you work, like what technique you're using or how you are working with patients, or if they want you to take X, Y, or Z training in order to work with them, you are actually an employee. So say, for example, I'm a chiropractor and I'm going to work for this doctor and he wants me to do a torque release and I don't have torque release training. He says, well, you have to do this. This is what you have to say to the patient. And these are the hours I want you to work and I'm gonna schedule all your patients. And um, that relationship I have with them would be an employee situation because I would be showing up when he is dictating. He would need me to come on a regular frequent basis to offer that service regularly versus an independent contractor, say I am a human chiropractor working out of a vet clinic, um, but I'm ABCA certified and they want to offer the service, but they only have it as an as needed basis. So I would control my hours and they're once a week. I would control my own scheduling. I'd call my own patients and set them up for appointments on my own calendar. I would decide how I work. Vet doesn't really, you know, know how to train me to do what I do, right? And I would have my own training, malpractice insurance and stuff like that, right? So those are the differences based upon how we are conducting business. The second classification is financially. So um, if someone is providing you tools, like office equipment or furniture or anything like that, um, who is controlling the profit and loss statement? So who is taking payment pretty much from clients? Marketing, if I'm supposed to show up to marketing events, and then how am I being paid, hourly or by job? An independent contractor provides their own tools, controls and takes their own payments, does their own marketing, and is paid by project, okay, or paid by the day in this case. So as a human chiropractor who is trained to work on animals, I work out of a vet clinic, I provide my own tools, I provide my own um, method of payment, I do my own marketing, and I... I technically am paid by the day that I am there, okay? They don't owe me an hourly wage or anything like that. If I'm an employee, they would provide me all the equipment I need, they would take payments, they would tell me how to do marketing or they would do marketing and then they would pay me hourly based upon um, how long I'm there and what I provide. 
The third classification of how to know if you're an independent contractor or an employee is your relationship with the employer. So I really recommend regardless on if you are an independent contractor or an employee, you talk about contracts. Okay, what is your job description? What are you supposed to be doing? How long are you supposed to be doing it for? Do you have time off? What is your relationship if you need to change X, Y, or Z about your um, your hours or how you talk to patients or, you know, God forbid, whatever. Just whatever comes up. I want you to have a list of things you need to talk about prior to working with this person. Second, benefits. Um, health insurance. Are they going to provide you vision or dental or anything like that? And third, your long-term relationship with this, this person. Are you going to be in a long-term relationship where you are going to be there long-term or is it more job-oriented where as they need you, um, they are going to be paying you? This relationship, if you're an independent contractor, ideally you should have a contract with this person saying this is the job I will be doing, this is how long it's going to take, these are the responsibilities, and then I get paid out uh, when the job is completed is the most um, formal way this goes. Uh, the second is benefits. An independent contractor would provide their own benefits. Uh, they would pay for their own health insurance. They would pay for their own malpractice insurance, liability, everything like that. And third, my long-term relationship with somebody, if I am more project-oriented, I come only once a week or once a month, um, that would be more of a short-term relationship. Again, think of someone coming to fix the roof on your house. You only know them for a week or two, and then they go bye-bye and they don't come back, right, because your roof is fixed, the project is complete. Versus somebody that I am employing for a job, um, I would need them on a long-term basis to continually offer services. So I hope this podcast told you a little bit more about the details of knowing what kind of relationship you are in with your employer. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but these basic details can help you decide on whether you are in the right fit based upon your practice goals, um, your professional goals, and how you want to move forward with your employer. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I hope these free tools have served you and your business so you can serve more patients. It's really tough being an animal chiropractor. I know it. You're trying to meet all these people, trying to get their vet to sign these referral forms, and you don't know if you can make your business work financially. It's hard. I get it. Now, when I first got started, all of my chiropractic mentors told me you have to do all these marketing events, meet all these people you don't know, shake a lot of hands, and get them into your practice. I was always wondering where my next new patient was going to come from. And if I'm being honest with you all, it wasn't sustainable. It always put fear in my head that I would never have a practice of my dreams. So fast forward a couple years, and here I am with a successful and thriving animal chiropractic practice. And it took a lot of mindset shifts in order to get here. What I thought and what I was told would work didn't work for me. So I had to develop a program that worked for a strongly introverted, kind of awkward person who just loves animals and wants to serve them well. I had to shift away from always thinking about where I'm going to get my new patients in to instead focusing on the relationships I built in my community and becoming an authority figure on animal chiropractic. So you guys, I have a free course that's going to tell you a little bit more about how I made these mindset shifts and why I started this Making Strides movement. So that way we can push the animal chiropractic profession forward. Please join us on makingstridesforanimalchiropractic.com. Take the free course and see what it has to offer you. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.